It has been quite a week. We've been on the move and seen a lot of good baseball. Including a couple games in North Carolina. We left Atlanta last Monday night after seeing the Nationals and Braves play at SunTrust Park. And then we drove to Chicago. Was it really just last Monday night? <laughs> yeah, it was just a week ago. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and then we went to Charlotte. We did. And the RV service. But then uh, Thursday and, and Friday... Uh, because Children's Hope Alliance operates in North Carolina, uh, I want to thank the Greensboro Grasshoppers and the Durham Bulls. Yes, many tickets, thanks. For hooking us up with tickets so that Children's Hope Alliance could get some kids out to a game. Uh, we had about a group of 20 people in Greensboro to see the Hickory Crawdads. They are the Texas Rangers single-A affiliate. Take on the Greensboro Grasshoppers. And they are the Miami Marlins single-A affiliate. And then the next night, last Friday, in Durham, the most iconic minor league team there is, the Durham Bulls, they beat up on the Charlotte Knights, but we had about 60 people there, and it was awesome, and one person stood out to me more than anything, and uh, it was this little girl, little nine-year-old girl sitting behind us named Heaven. She told her foster mom that this is the, she had never been to a baseball game before. She had never been to a game of any kind before, I think it was something that she said. And that was really hit our hearts because that's the kind of experience we're hoping to give these children and, and create for these children who wouldn't otherwise get that experience. Exactly. I leaned over to you and, and I was like, did you hear that? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it wasn't that she had just never been to a baseball game before. It was that she was into it, too. Oh, she was really ex she was having fun. Yes. When Wooly Bull threw a little foam baseball up into the stands, and I ended up catching it, and I handed it to the little girl next to me, and it was her friend. Right. And not heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Did you cause some friction? Uh, not, not on purpose. <laughs> but heaven got over it, and she, and she had a good time. She gave us a high five after the fireworks were over after the game, and, and uh, it, it was awesome. Yeah, she she was definitely having fun, and all the kids I think were having fun, and families that were there, uh, they seemed to enjoy it, and it was great to be able to spend some time with them and and hear some of their stories as well. And going to those stadiums was a lot of fun. Um, grasshoppers, crazy crowds there for opening opening day for uh, minor league baseball. And it helps when you have Thirsty Thursday and you got some drink specials. I'm. In a college town. Yes, I'm sure it does. But also, weren't you talking to someone from the organization who was telling you that they're se they sell out quite a bit? Yeah, the Grasshoppers have actually uh, they set an attendance record last year. And <laughs> Thursday they got up to a pretty darn good start for 2018. Yeah, it, it it's a it's a fun stadium and everything. I really it's liked it. It is, it is, and the best part I think 
Lulu Gehrig. The bad dog. Yes. So cute. Yogi and Babe were the former bat dogs. Um, did you know, Ron? I don't think you know this. Miss Babe Ruth's ball bucket is in Cooperstown. She retired in 2015 or 2016. And they um, wrote a letter to the Baseball Hall of Fame to ask if they wanted to have her bucket that she used. She was the bat dog for nine years. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool, huh? You know, I wish Cooperstown was going to fit into our trip, but it is like smack dab in the middle of New York, and that is going to be so... We're, we're just not going to be able to go there. It's too far away from New York for us to actually go to... For, for, from New York City, for us to actually get to Cooperstown, New York, for the Baseball Hall of Fame. So that's just going to have to be another trip. Well, another trip it is, I guess. <laughs> now, so um, the Charlotte Knights, uh, again, we're playing the Durham Bulls on Friday. And uh, it was opening weekend for minor league baseball. But um, the Knights are the White Sox AAA affiliate. The Durham Bulls are affiliated with the Tampa Bay Rays. And one of the Rays' top prospects is first baseman Jake Bowers. And I actually got to speak with him prior to Friday's game. Well, first of all, this is your second season with the Durham Bulls. What's it like playing in such an iconic for it, such an iconic minor league baseball team? Um, it's great. I mean, the the community support for the team is uh, it's probably second to none. And so, uh, you know, just to be here for the second time around, um, I think they say if you have to play in the minor leagues, that this is where you're going to want to do it. You're you're pretty young. Have you seen the movie? I hope. I've seen it many times. Yes. Okay. All right. In any particular scene that that you just uh, find yourself quoting every once in a while? Um, I mean, the whole movie here and there, whenever a situation will come up, maybe I'll, I'll throw it out there. But, uh, yeah, so I know it pretty well. seen it at least ten times, so pretty uh, pretty familiar with it. You disappointed that uh, the bull is in, uh, down the left field line so you can't hit it? I, or, hit, it or, one, or, I hit it once last year. I you did, did get, really? I did get it once last year. Little yeah, apple no, power, it felt huh? pretty good. Got a good stake out of it. So Nice. What can last year's championship experience do for you as you try to get to the next level? Um, just put the focus on winning. I mean, that's the main thing. It's easy to be in the minor leagues for a while and get a little bit selfish. So, but when you put the focus on winning, it kind of takes care of everything. And uh, so, when it's a, when it's really a team effort and a team game, it's kind of when you see uh, individual guys kind of play to their best. Was there a moment when you were growing up where you knew, like, you fell in love with baseball and you knew you wanted to be a big league player? Um, I would say from the moment I picked up a bat, it's uh, it was baseball, baseball, baseball. Um, so ever since I was four years old, you know, it's uh, it's all I've ever done. Never taken a break from it. Never uh, had any doubts about it. So um, yeah, pretty much since I was four. You're from Southern California, right? Um, what what was your first Major League Baseball stadium? Dodger Stadium. And what was that experience like for you? Like the first time you walked in there, and how old were you? Um, I can't even remember how old I was, but I was young. I was young enough to uh, to not really remember the experience. But um, I mean, anytime you walk into a major league stadium, it's uh, it feels special. Um, it's something that not many people get to do, um, and it's something that less people get to do as a player. And so, uh, to get there, I think that that feeling would be uh, indescribable. And we actually uh, that's the kind of the experience we want to create for some kids. We have, the Marlins actually donated 40 tickets to a group down in Miami called Our Kids. So for opening day, so we got some kids to opening day. 
was there any one moment when when you were growing up where you like met a major league baseball player and um i mean maybe just some camps here and there but nothing uh nothing extended you know but it's always uh, i've always looked up to those guys um and so to be this close to being one is uh, something special for me and i hope that uh you know, I can I can give back to kids who were like me and kids who are maybe less fortunate uh, than I was. Is it kind of weird now that you're thinking about that? It's like the script has kind of flipped, where kids are now looking up to you as a ball player. Uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's really weird sometimes, and um, it's a big responsibility, and uh, it's a lot of weight on your shoulders sometimes. But um, you know, I think the guys who who manage it are the guys who turn out to be the best role models. How close do you think you are to getting to the next level? Um, me personally, I would say that uh, I'm ready to be there and compete, um, but that's not my decision to make. So uh, whenever they feel like they need some help up there and I can provide that help, then uh, that's when it will happen. Now, you were recruited by Hawaii when you came out of high school, right? Mm-hmm. Any regrets not at least doing one year in Hawaii? <laughs> uh, no, no regrets, no regrets. Um, I'm, I'm pretty happy with everything, uh, the way everything has gone, and uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. Did you at least do a campus visit? I did. I did a couple of them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. To get that trip out to Hawaii. Right. I've never. I've actually never been there. So, but uh, Jake Bowers, thanks so much for coming on the uh, Home Run of Wheels podcast. All right. Thanks for having me. Did you know there are enough kids in foster care to fill the rosters of almost fifteen hundred MLB teams and their entire farm systems? We need more foster parents. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn more. You see everybody else have a family. I remember just like, you know, like saying, what's wrong with me, you know? Josh spent 16 years in DSS custody after unthinkable abuse and neglect. He came to Children's Hope Alliance last year to join our independent living program to help him transition into adulthood. I'm thankful being an independent living of the Children's Hope Alliance because I don't know where else I would be. Independent living is just one of nearly 30 programs at Children's Hope Alliance. Visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate to learn how to help kids like Josh. Any child should be able to at least go to a foster home and experience the family. After a traumatic past, Briar was fostered and adopted through Children's Hope Alliance. I felt like God chose this place, and I feel like when he opened the door for them being my foster parents, he also opened the door for them being my mom and dad. There are kids right now in your community waiting for someone like you to open their hearts and home. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org slash advocate. I didn't give birth to these kids, but they're here and they're our family and they're our kids. Carrie and her husband couldn't have a baby on their own, but they wanted to raise a family. So they reached out to Children's Hope Alliance to learn about becoming foster parents. Children's Hope Alliance helped place a little boy named Riley in their home. The couple adopted Riley about a year later, then adopted his older brother too. Now their house and their hearts are full of family. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org advocate. Yeah, he's doing well. The whole team did pretty well, I think, the other night. And as far as hitting the bowl, what is it that, that it says? It says, hit the bowl, get a steak, hit the grass. Get a salad. Get a salad. <laughs> <laughs> 
so fun. That's, you know, minor league baseball. Major league baseball has its fun things too, but minor league baseball has so many fun things that they inject into the game. And we got to see fireworks, Friday night fireworks at the Durham Bowl Stadium. That was fun. It was. So my cousin's husband, as you know, my, my cousin's husband works at this office building that overlooks right field at Durham Bulls Athletic Park. So I actually got to hang out with my cousin's husband, Neil. Yeah, you got to see batting practice, yeah, right? Yeah, batting practice up there. At like, you know, we're out, I was up there like four, four in the afternoon. You were still working. Sorry. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, just hanging out with Neil, talking about our trip, telling him what we're doing. And, and, uh, and then, yeah, we watched batting practice from his office, which is like, I mean, like right there. They have a balcony that which, like overlooks the... Uh, yeah, there's a couple different buildings there, office buildings that have, right, that ha- and they have balconies out there, and there were people standing out there. It was pretty cool. Yep. They made him go back inside, though, when the fireworks started. I think it's probably more of a safety thing. I think thing. it's a safety thing, yeah. Well, well, Friday night, we had really good weather. Thursday night, we had really good weather. Last night, it was cold. Burr. It was cold in Washington, D.C. We are not in Florida anymore. No, we are not. <laughs> major league baseball stadiums trying to have fun not as much as the minor league stadiums do but uh nationals park they actually they played some fun sound effects during uh like for strikeouts or or a walk they did or whatever so they they try to have some fun now the crowd last night wasn't very good i think that had probably had to do with the 35 degree weather i think you say it wasn't very good i mean there were there were a good amount of people fair amount of people there but it wasn't full and i'm quite sure that was because of the weather and the fact that it started at 8 o'clock. Yeah, 8 o'clock, Sunday night, ESPN game. So uh, I'm sure if that was like at 1.30 when most Sunday afternoon games are, there would right. have been more people there. Right. Um, but hey, we, uh, we, we enjoyed the day, though. We uh, walked homes around. Uh, we, we explored all, a lot of Georgetown. In which So we went to Nationals Park... Last year, we saw the Cardinals and Nationals play, and we did the mall, you know, we did all the memorials, right? But we didn't get into, like, the neighborhoods. And, right. And we did that. No, because we, it was a whirlwind the la- last year when we were there, and we were trying to hit all the landmarks and everything. But, yeah, we got to explore some neighborhoods, and that was fun. Georgetown was really cool. Yeah, it, it is. And we got homes up in that giant Adirondack chair that Kelly <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't too crazy about it. He was like, excuse me, what are you doing to me right now? But actually, once once we were both up there with him, he was kind of like chilling. But yeah. and thank you to the two people who we don't even know their names who took a photo of us. <laughs> yeah. uh, that photo will be up on the uh, Home Run on Wheels Facebook page. And we'll, we'll throw that one up at the uh, Home Run on Wheels dot com photo gallery. As well. Oh, of course. But yeah, it was fun walking around in in D.C. And Holmes got to go to his first baseball game. Yeah, we talked about giving some kids their first experience at a baseball game. Well, we did that for our dog. <laughs> and he had his first Nathan. I'm not sure if that's that may actually be his first hot dog ever, ever because I don't feed him that kind of table scraps very often. He gets a few things. But... He got a Nathan's hot dog. He went 
all in, man. Love that name. <laughs> of course he did. But as far as the game, though, Holmes, uh, there were a lot of dogs there. It was Pups in the Park at Nationals Park. And a lot of dogs out there in the right field seating. We had a pretty good view of Bryce Harper the entire game because he was, he was right there in front of us. Right. Um, but I think it was like from sections... 139 to like 142 was all people with the pups in the park and we were in section 140 and, and uh, pretty good view although what I don't like is that you're from, from that vantage point we were obstructed we could not see the scoreboard um, you, know, you know the jumbotron not a great vantage point from that section it's probably great during the summer right you get some shade yeah, you're under you're undercover but I would still want to see the jumbotron to see the scoreboard, be able to see the replays, be able to see the running box score that they have on the screen. Right. So you you do see the the pitch count and the score and all of that straight across. Straight across. And, and there there was a small monitor up there. I was just gonna say that okay. <laughs> there was a small monitor, but they were showing what the TV was showing, right. not. The replays, what that the stadium was showing. So, so yeah, I would prefer to be able to see that. Yeah, we missed like we could hear the between inning games and promotions, but we couldn't see any of it. Right, and the they played who let the dogs out, right. and I'm well, guessing they were, I'm like guessing that. they were showing they some of the pups, of the dogs, but yeah. we couldn't see it. Couldn't see it. We could literally see them in front of us, I guess. So I, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not so much, yeah. but he, I think he was kind of pooped out from walking around all day. Possibly, because he just laid, he pretty much just laid down at our feet. The he's also time. 10 years old, so <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tomorrow night, we will be in uh, Baltimore, stadium number five, Camden Yards, and we've, we talked about this last week, I'm stoked. The fabled Camden Yards. Yes, I'm stoked to see Camden Yards, as I said last week, it, it when it was after, since it was built, it has laid the, the template, the foundation for every stadium that has come after it. That has been the model. I know I've said before that the two stadiums I'm most looking forward to are PNC Park in Pittsburgh and AT&T Park in, in San Francisco. But Camden Yards, you said it fabled stadium, and it, it kind of is. This is where Cal Ripken, his streak ended. This is where Cal Ripken retired. So, yeah, I, I, there, there's a, a lot for a newish stadium. There's some history there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to some crab cakes. We're already in Maryland. Yeah, so the RV is, uh, we are camped out at an RV park in College Park, Maryland. This is kind of our, our hub here for the week. And before we head to the Delaware Seashores for a few days to get a little uh, break. A little R and R ish. We, we might go to a minor league game in Wilmington, Delaware. There's a there's a minor there's a minor league team there. Yeah, some folks at the Grasshoppers game yeah. were telling us about that. Yep. And then uh, from there we'll go up to Philadelphia. But uh, Thursday on the Home Run on Wheels podcast, we have Daniel Norris of the Detroit Tigers, and it was fun to talk to him. We will also recap our visit to the aforementioned Camden Yards. So until Thursday, folks, thank you for listening to the Home Run on Wheels podcast.